Hello, welcome to Nerd Cannon. I'm Beth. I'm Paul. This is a podcast where two librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they're good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. Tonight, we are welcoming special guest Sarah from Two Chicks Talking Flicks. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Hi. Welcome. We're so happy you're here. Can you tell us about your podcast? Yeah. It's me and my friend April, and uh, we just review our favorite movies. Sometimes we do movies that we've never seen. Sometimes we do movies that we can't stand. Perfect. And we just have fun, and we just laugh and talk about the movies. Awesome. Well, we usually fight about the movies, so get ready to yep. uh, get yeah, ready yeah. to rumble. So, do you watch? Do you watch together or watch separately and then talk? Uh, we watch together and okay. then we record right afterwards. So, yeah, oh, we, that's fun. We yeah. get into fights about characters, and she loves villains, and I always Perfect. call out the villains. And Perfect. Awesome. What are some of the faves that you guys have done recently? So we just did our 100th episode. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. And our both of our favorite movie is Can't Hardly Wait. So okay. we did that, and uh, both of our best friends also love that movie. So we had them on, and it was oh, just a fun. lot of fun. Oh, that's so. great. Cool, cool, cool. Well, thank you so much. So uh, so let's, uh, let's get into it. Uh, Paul, do you have a bad synopsis? Sure. Teenage girl and her entirely too old crush sit on a table in front of a lit cake to celebrate the birthday that her family forgot. Absolutely nothing else happens in this movie. Nothing, literally nothing else. It's just this in front of a cake for 90 minutes. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you, I know this is skipping ahead, but if you would have asked me, that is what I thought this whole movie was. Yep. Um, so we're talking about 16 Candles. It was released on May 4th, 1984, written and directed by John Hughes, starring Molly Ringwald, Michael Shoefling. Schof- Shuffling? I did great. I should have just said it with confidence, <laughs> but instead I am who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes was 81% fresh and 85% audience score. So friends, what was our experience with this as a kid? Sarah, you want to go first? So I don't know if I saw it when I was like a little kid, but I do know as I got older, I watched this movie a lot more. And um, I actually really love this movie, so this is going to be a lot of fun because I can. <laughs> I feel like you guys don't. <laughs> we we have some. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get there when we get there. Yep. Uh, Paul, what about you? So, if you would have asked me two weeks ago, I'd been like, "Oh yeah, Sixteen Candles. I know that movie." And then I watched it, and I was like, "I don't think I've ever ever actually seen it before." <laughs> Did you think it was RoboCop like I did when we were? <laughs> no, I really think I saw, I remember just this mashup of bits. I know I've seen like clips of this movie before. I've definitely seen the candle scene, the cake scene sure, sure. and little clips and stuff. But I think I just kind of mashed this all up with like Pretty in Pink and Breakfast Club and just convinced myself, oh yeah, I've seen 16 Candles for sure. And then I was like, what? Wait, I don't remember this. So I don't think maybe I've seen, you know, I saw bits of it on TV or something like, I don't know. I don't think I ever actually saw this movie straight through before watching it for this. Seriously. And I was surprised. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I definitely saw this one the least out of the John Hughes flicks. Um, Breakfast Club, I think I've seen the most. Yeah. Yeah. And so... I don't, when I put it on the list, I, I don't know. Sometimes when I put stuff on the list, I feel like I don't want to go for the most obvious one. And I guess only for me, the most obvious one is Breakfast Club because it's the one I've seen the most. So I was like, oh, I'll put that one yeah. and we'll say Breakfast Club and, you know, whatever. Pretty pink for another time. I don't think I'd seen this that much. I definitely had seen it. I remembered some of it. You know, I remembered, I can't believe they fucking forgot. Yeah, I remembered some of it, but I didn't remember all of it. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was um, that was funny to me to, to kind of get rolling on this. When I started it, I went, oh, I feel like I'm like oh, not watching it for the first time, but it's been a long time because I'm such a rewatcher. So you guys ready for two trivias and a lie? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So for the male lead in the film, it had come down to Schofling and Viggo Mortensen. Samantha was nearly played by Elizabeth Shue and Jim Carrey auditioned to play Ted the Geek. That's it? That's your three things? Two trivias and a lie. Casting stuff? Two trivias and a lie. Casting stuff. Oh, my God. Stuff. I have no stuff. chance. Do you I not notice even... I've been doing themes lately, Paul? This is my craft. Yeah. Respect my craft. I don't even remember the names you said five minutes, two, 30 seconds ago. Well, Viggo I actually Mortensen. know the answer, so I, I won't. We win. I, 
I wondered if wins he was. For us. Yes. What's the answer? Right, well, tell Paul the answer. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Elizabeth Shue is the wrong one. Is we are correct. Oh, hey, good. All right. I will ride those coattails. Yeah, because I saw any shame. I saw that Molly Ringwald wanted Vigo Mortensen to be the lead, and oh, really? uh, I saw that Jim Carrey had uh, tried out for that part, and I was like, I don't know how that would have worked at all. Right, Which right, part did he try out for, Jim Carrey? Uh, Ted the, the geek. geek. Oh, the geek. Okay. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, so yes, uh, Ringwald really wanted Vigo Mortensen. She said, "quote I really wanted him. He made me weak in the knees. He really did." And oh. girl, same. Um, <laughs> I mean, but like in an Aragorn capacity, you know, not like like a dirty hair Aragorn capacity. <laughs> I don't know that I would have been into him in this with the. He was because yeah, I don't know Jake Ryan. I mean, it's Jake Ryan. Like I mean, and he's like pretty in like a classic yeah. way where I feel like Viggo Mortensen is maybe not that look, but but anyway, yeah, you're correct. I made up Elizabeth Shue. Um, so the fact was that um, John Hughes cast Molly Ringwald after seeing the headshot and kind of like wrote this for Mm -hmm. her. Um, So inspired by her appearance, he put it up over his desk and wrote the film in just over a weekend with her specifically in mind. So I have more fun facts. Go for Um, it. The movie's costume designer begged Molly Ringwald not to wear the hat she wore in the beginning. Um, She insisted, and after the movie was released, teenage girls everywhere were super into the hat. Oh, yeah. Okay, I wrote that down. I hate that hat. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) It's a divisive hat, right? Like, But it was definitely started a as style trend. So that costume designer maybe did or didn't know what they were talking about. I don't know. Carolyn Glynn, who plays the mom, confronted John Hughes about the fact that the script didn't call for her to apologize for forgetting her daughter's birthday, (laughs) um, despite the fact that the character was described as like a good and attentive mom. So he agreed and added that scene. Also added in the scene with the father. Um, he They were trying to get that actor and he was like, I play like a dad, an angry dad in a lot of movies and I don't want to be, I don't want to keep doing these like lame angry dad roles. <laughs> and so he um, he encouraged him to like flesh that role out and make that whole scene, which I feel like is a pretty iconic scene where they're talking about it. And that's what made him take it. But I just thought it was really funny that both of those actors like – Neither of their roles were really that fleshed out, and they totally talked him into, like, making their characters who they were. Mm. Um, So I I just thought that was kind of funny. Riley Ringwald got to decorate Samantha's bedroom with items from her own dwelling. They didn't have enough money to air condition the gym, so it was over 100 degrees during filming. It was so hot that Haviland Morris, who played Carolyn, had to change her dresses in between takes because it was like she was, like, sweating it out. (laughs) And this... Uh, we, you know, we work in schools and I had to proctor in the gym today and it was, we thankfully have air conditioning now, but I have proctored in many a sweating gym with hundreds of kids and yuck. That's very uncomfortable. The same moving shot of the exterior of the high school was used for the beginning of the movie as well as the end of Weird Science. Uh, the same people can be seen making the same movements in both movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cute. It's just budget conscious film direction. Absolutely. It's yeah. all in the same universe, right? Yep. Um, Michael Shuffling was 23 years old when the movie was made. Haviland Morris was 24. Getty Watanabe was 28. Molly Ringwald and Michael Anthony Hall were both 15. Hmm. So that is just as wild of ages as when we did Willow and he was yeah. only 18. <laughs> like crazy. Yeah. Um, Samantha's dad's car has the license plate V58, which stands for Vacation 58, um, which was the John Hughes story um which was national lampoon's vacation so and then the license plate number on jake's car is 21850 which is john hughes birthday and coincidentally february 18th is also molly ringwald's birthday so obviously they were fated to be movie people (laughs) together uh the cake the, the cake the only thing in the movie the cake yep that jake and samantha kiss over is made out of cardboard uh, because when they tried what? shooting it with real cake, when they tried shooting it with real cake, it was just melting because they have all those hot <laughs> lights and they were just sitting there with it forever with the candles on it. And I wonder how many oh. candles they had to go through because sixteen. Used- it's in the title, Beth. Sixteen. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I fucked up. <laughs> um, 
The studio had to frantically edit out F-bombs to avoid an R rating. Uh, There's a rule by the ratings board, which stands that if you have more than two F-bombs uttered in the script, the movie gets an R rating, which is why Breakfast Club gets an R, and this gets a PG. But underage binge drinking and apparently boobies are also fine. So, cool. This can't be PG. It has to be PG-13, right? Well, 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 well. What year was this? Was this before or after? No, 85 was the PG-13, remember? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, in recent podcast interview Michael with Michael Rosenbaum, um, Michael Anthony Hall admitted that cattle call of teen actors that showed up to be extras, he John Hughes told Hall to just pick who you want your two buddies to be. Um, they're your friends. You should go pick them. <laughs> so he did, and, and he picked them. And I think it's extra funny because he picked John Cusack, and like also his sister was in it. So I just thought right. that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's all I got. All right. That's all I got. How was uh Paul, how was your maiden voyage? How was our watch? Yeah, there were some things in this movie that There were some I, things I, in this I, movie. I'm I'm uh I'm ready to be convinced that there's some some goodness in here. Why do you think there was goodness? <laughs> I feel like the moment of so it starts out, you know, with the newspaper or whatever, the the kid throwing the newspaper. And then um I like the banter a lot between the the family. I like the brother. I think he's really <laughs> funny. And the dad, I didn't hit her. I'd like to. And I probably will later. But like mm-hmm. the brother's really funny to me. I like, he's just like, where are you learning that? He's, they're talking about having the period on the honeymoon. Yeah. And the dad's like, where are you learning that stuff? He's like, school. He's like, good. My money's worth. That's great. <laughs> good. That was a good moment for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like the family. I mean, the sister's a kind of a twat. I mean, we'll get there. Yes. But like. But, like, they're sweet with each other. I mean, they're, like, they're kind of funny and and goofy with each other, which I like. Man, do they all just have one bathroom in that house? And she... Yeah. Let's talk about living at home until the day you get married, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's a vibe. Well, wait, isn't there something, like, they hint that this is kind of like a shotgun wedding, right? But she's having her period. No, but, yeah, but the wedding, the the guy's, like, he's talking at the altar. His Her husband... Or her groom is like, hi, and you thought this was like we needed to do this or something. Oh, so we yeah. just go. Oh, go ahead. I have what he says. He says, uh, I bet all those guys who thought we had to get married feel pretty stupid right about now, Padre. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 see? yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, well, maybe just because it was so fast. Like, and I mean, that maybe was a thing people did more in the early 80s than they do now, but like, woof. I feel like that's Nerd Kid and PSA, don't do that. <laughs> don't do what don't don't, don't, don't get immediately married. get married at 11 and a half years old and move out and <laughs> okay. from your family home what yeah. the hell do i know about relationships i should no one should listen to me uh she's so we meet our heroine she's judging herself in the in the mirror and the phone i need four inches of bod and a great birthday and coincidentally nerd canon listeners yesterday was my birthday and that is exactly how i started my day it was Wishing for four more inches of butt. I'm kidding. I've never heard anybody. It's really funny to me. Don't be a smart ass. Fine. I'll be a dumb ass. Um, And then I like his whole thing. I wasn't my idea to have phone. I don't have my own phone. Like, I really like the like banter that's happening here. She's only going to eat carrots. Is that, is that what I'm. I didn't get that. Is that what I meant to believe? Yeah. That's weird. Mm hmm. I also noticed there was a ton of textured wallpaper everywhere. Oh, yeah. All over. <laughs> Everything was super pastel and super 80s and very like, yeah, for sure. There was a lot going on in there. So they're like, I mean, the house isn't like a giant mansion. Um, and they, it seems like maybe they're sharing one bathroom, but it's definitely like done up. Um, but here's the thing, my friend. This is another under canon PSA. If you want four more inches of bod, you probably have to eat more than four carrots for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like that's going to help you. Mm-mm. But then we get they fucking forgot my birthday, which. Well, can, can classic. You about, classic. We, well, yes. I wrote that line down, but I want to back up because she comes down the steps in the style. And in I'm the in the style. In the outfit, right. Yeah. In, yeah. With the hat on the back of her head. She looks uh, great. And she the bracelets. Great. I definitely remember this being a style. I don't even remember. Like, I wasn't old enough it's to know. It's called hipsters. <laughs> so you're not you, you don't like the hat you're not into the hat i like it on her i think it looks great i hate how people wear their hats like that now <laughs> like, it drives me crazy 
That's very I, fair. Just too many hipsters that I have seen wear that like hat like that. It just I hate it. Um <laughs> yeah, she looks she looks exactly like what I remember her though. You know what I mean? Like she looks great. I remember always thinking she was really cool. And yeah, they fucking forgot my birthday. And like yep. That's terrible. Like immediately I'm in here. Like I really, I like, like her. She's like sarcastic and funny and that sucks. Like to me, this is, I'm starting out thinking like this is a great like setup. Has anyone forgotten your birthday before, Beth? Today I got a text wishing me a happy birthday from a colleague who definitely thought it was today and not yesterday. So I mean, I'm sure it's happened. Not my entire family though. And I will say that I feel that, I mean, my family has is, you know, a good size and there have been a lot of weddings in the family that we have participated in. And I feel like if someone were to make their wedding day on somebody else's birthday, it would be like much discussed. (laughs) So I feel as though it's not something that would easily be forgotten. You know what I mean? Has anyone ever forgot either of your birthdays? Um, No one's forgotten mine, but mine is like five days before Christmas and my grandpa's the day after. Oh, did forget my sisters who was born on the same day as my uncle we were at his uh my grandma's house which is her son and she said happy birthday to him had a cake for him and forgot my sister oh no so that has happened (laughs) yeah yeah no well and I mean I could see how it would happen I guess I just think I mean, as as the general, like as the mom and the ringleader of the circus, a lot of times, like I would have been thinking, like, okay, this is happening on my kid's birthday, but also my kid's birthday is Mother's Day, a lot, oh, okay. and so like that, mm-hmm. you know, we have to think about, okay, we're doing a Mother's Day celebration, but my kid also needs a cake and blah blah blah. So I don't know, but that's, I would feel real bad. I would feel real bad, and if I was that woman who played the mom, I I think that was a good call, a good instinct on her behalf to say, I think you need to show me apologizing. Yeah, and like, I, what uh, grandparents forget a birthday? Right, right. Like, yeah. I Everyone agree is, with her. They live for that. They do live for that <laughs> shit. Yes, and like everybody is so invested in this wedding because I guess it's such a like a train wreck that they're they're like <laughs> I don't know. They're all on the hot mess express. So I think um, I'd be okay with it. I'm not a big birthday person. You could forget my birthday. That'd be fine. I think your birthday is very important. Nah. So then we get the school montage. We get the shoe parade. We get- <laughs> Serious synthesizer soundtrack. Yeah, happening. yeah. Hands in the butt pockets. I wrote that yes. too. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do, do people still do that? Do kids still do that best at high school? Sure. Oh, they don't have so. pockets. They, they don't have, have pockets. pockets. They're all wearing fucking leggings and sweatpants. Oh, they well. did do it in um, PSI Love, or no, not PSI Love You. It's that one that's on Netflix. Um, with- oh, Oh, I know what you're talking about, and I'm not going to Yeah, and she does it because of this movie. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so I have, it might I be have been known to do it, like, for a moment as, like, I guess a joke, but also because of, like, butts. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sure people still do it, is my point. Did you uh, spot the Bowie pin? Yeah, of course I spotted the Bowie okay. pin. Which, which no. Bowie pin? I know there's a little shot of somebody's, their... Uh, their, like, lapel, and they yeah. have... Denim jacket with their, you know all the buttons on it and there's this there's a ziggy pin i think there's it's ziggy yeah, yeah there's one that i noticed that said only visiting this planet yeah i saw that too <laughs> and i was um, like oh i've never noticed that before <laughs> yeah oh i love pins me too oh and the drawing on skin yeah <laughs> and i wrote when i watched this that that day that i watched this later the night like i literally had students in school who were covering each other with sharpie sharpie they were yeah. writing all over each other with it. And I was like, um, I don't think we need to be doing that. <laughs> I have a lot but, of uh, Sharpie tattoo artists yeah. um, that do hands. Oh, one of my art students had a really cool skeleton like hand on their on their hand. There's a lot of drawing on skin when you're in high school. You're I bored. literally have ink on my hand right this minute. What go. does it say? It says 7.30 because I wanted to make sure I remember. Oh, you did so good. You did so good. Yeah. I do. I know a couple of people that write, you know, notes on their hand or on their wrist for that day. Like, don't forget to whatever. Um, I also feel like, is that in Ferris Bueller when they show the kids board and somebody's drawing on like their jeans or their shoes or their skin? Like, I feel like yeah. that's a thing. Yeah. Um, the universal experience of having a lot of boredom in a pen. you know so then there she's they're talking she's talking to randy randy's the friend right did i get that 
And she says, a black guy? No, a black trans am. And I'm like, all right, relax, Mm -hmm. girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was my first indicator that perhaps some racism was going to come. Yeah, (laughs) this movie didn't age well in a lot of categories. Right, right. (laughs) Yes, we will get there. Um, And so then we're in class. Guys, remember notes? Yeah, remember, just, remember just writing notes? Notes don't happen anymore, I don't think. Well, no, they just text each school. other. They, they just, just text, they each just text each other under the table. Ooh, you guys should teach them. Like, teach your <laughs> students. Yeah, like the, um, and they can do the football and they can, yeah. you know, the little, like, triangle. I did see in the wild one of those fortune teller things. Mm, yeah. Like the folding or yeah. you do the, um, yeah. The, yeah. the, the so little fortune seen that, teller. But. Not, not absolutely. Not play a little mash. A little mash. You got to do that for sure. Yeah. Pa- Paul, did you ever play mash? I absolutely played yeah, mash. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So notes, confidential notes, and mm-hmm. they are really bad at it. Girlfriend, <laughs> girlfriend falls asleep. Girlfriend's fucking a snooze. Uh-huh. Who gonna be passing back confidential note like that just into the <laughs> fucking yeeting it into the future? Like she just mm-hmm. throws it. But he already has a thing for her, right? Because he's already kind of scoping her. Well, that's because she's always looking at him. She's always staring at him like a fucking weirdo. My thing is, is, why did he do it? Was he just bored? And he was like, hmm, I'm I'm going to take this note. Well, (laughs) he's wondering about her, right? Because, like, she's cutie. She's got that hat on a a jaunty angle. And, like, she looking at him. Never trust guys with too many first names. Jake Ryan has too many first names. He's got a lot. I bet he's got a firsty. I bet he has a firsty middle name, too. Yeah. See? I was entirely that weirdo that had crushes on very unattainable human beings. Me too. And <laughs> probably stared at them. Like I probably like I was thinking in that moment I was like, oh my god, like I'm sure I thought I was being really discreet, but like I that's not really something in my wheelhouse. And so I feel like I probably was staring. One hundred percent. You're very yeah. discreet, Beth. Oh yes, that's what they all say about me. Yep. That's discreet <laughs> Beth. That's what they that's say. That's what they say. I shit um, twice and die. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> so the whole thing is Goody Caesar, he grabs it, and then and then we go. Yeah, I wrote I'd shit twice and die too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then we go to to what PE? Um, How and old yeah. is his friend? How many 40. times has Rock failed? Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I put uh, his muscle friend is like forty years old. What yes. is up with that? Yeah. Well, how? Like, so Jake Ryan, I don't, I forget his name. Michael 40, Chumley. He's forty-seven. Is- it's Michael Chumley. He's forty-seven. As I said, um, it's it's fuck. I already lost it. <laughs> But I, I mean, I have it in here somewhere. He's 23. He's 20, yeah, 23. okay. So Michael Shuffling. <laughs> Shuffling, okay. His <laughs> friend has to be, oh my God. I like So he's 23 in that scene. His, he looks 40. He absolutely yeah, looks absolutely. 40. I think he's the football coach. Like <laughs> <laughs> Just working out with his players. Oh my God, yeah. totally. Yeah. And, and also he says, to party serious. To what party serious? does that mean? I don't want to know. <laughs> Based on what conversations are about to happen, I don't want to know what mm-hmm. party serious means. But I probably wanted to party serious when I was. She's too young to party serious. I was right. like, what? Also, does that, that conversation never happens. Oh. The whole thing, the whole thing, man. But then in the background of this, oh well, so then we like we like pan out and we see that they're not. Because it looks like they're on a really, like, high, right, like, really right. doing it. And then they're totally not, which is, like, a funny kind of gag. For a movie that doesn't have that many kind of slapsticky gags, I thought yeah. that was kind of funny. But then there's the background. There is a huge guy wrestling, like, an 11-year-old. Did anybody notice I that? I did not see it. No. Okay. So I, what, like, rewound it and watched it again. Because they're there <laughs> the whole time. Because you're, you're distracted by Mr. 40-year-old. <laughs> yeah yeah very and the, and the party party hard or whatever the fuck yeah but in the background there's like a huge again the, the assistant coach that like at a grown huge man and like a wrestling singlet and like a really scrawny kid and he's just pounding the shit out of him in the background <laughs> so i thought that was pretty good and then we immediately with no segue whatsoever cut to boobies in the shower like mm-hmm. That was like, I mean, just no warning whatsoever. Usually you get like, a, you see the steam, you get like the slow pan up. We just went right to boobies. 
And um, and they're fucking peeping her like creeps in the shower and just so jealous. They're just so jealous. Mm-hmm. So this is a body double. Yeah. And it's a body double because the little sweetie who plays Carolyn was like, the whole point of showing the boobs was to show that the girl had like way bigger boobs than Molly Ringwald, but I actually don't have bigger boobs than Molly Ringwald. <laughs> so I don't feel like we should put my boobs in the movie. And they were like, okay, accurate, accurate. Your body's a disappointment. We'll find somebody uh. else. <laughs> Ad-libbed, allegedly, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that was so random though, right? Like, right. Yes. Super random, definitely like not super necessary. They could have showed just them watching her, like they, yeah. did, like, you know, they just yeah. their like reaction would actually probably have been more impactful from like a story point of view because, I mean, her body looks great or whatever, but like it would have almost been funnier if they didn't show and then they were just looking at her like, oh my god, because you would be imagining like Jessica Rabbit, right? Like. I don't know. They could have so, done the – there's always the the whole feet shot with the towel drop and then they're yeah, – Yeah, like, well, that's what I was kind of imagining. So yeah. um, that might have been how I did it if I didn't want to include whole-ass boobs for, mm-hmm. you know, non-sequitur breasts, but whatever. I mean, personally, I'm never <laughs> mad at boobs, as we know. I my, my stance is clear, but <laughs> – Anyway, and then we cut to I loathe the bus, which I feel like is a statement that really speaks to generations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't know – the hell the, the only person I know who likes the bus is my kindergartner. Like everyone else on earth. <laughs> right. She's best friends with the bus driver. Like everyone else on earth. I wanna know what drugs this bus driver takes a day because to just a, get through it. <laughs> yeah. He's too much energy and too excited about these kids. Uh-huh. He, who lets their kids go on this bus with this crazy ass man? who's probably a pedophile. See, I would murder all those children for making as much noise <laughs> as they make on that bus. Yeah. Oh, no, I couldn't handle that. That would give me such anxiety. Mm. Yeah. I like the kazoo chorus that's occurring in here. Oh, and, Lord. and then it switches. <laughs> it switches to fucking Dragnet when Anthony Michael Hall shows up, <laughs> which I thought was good. There was a couple movie theme songs. I ended up looking up some of the other songs. Dun, dun, that dun, 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 that dun, one. Yes, I didn't know what yeah, that yeah. was called, but I had to look it up for sure. Absolutely. So, so the geek. Love and that. now I just start writing in all caps at this point. Um, I said, he's all up in her personals, which I don't love. And then I just yelled, <laughs> he sniffs her! <laughs> he's supposed to be socially awkward, right? That's a whole other level, I feel like. And then my next yelling is Joan Cusack with like 50 yeah. exclamation points because I love her so much. I did the um, same. I love her <laughs> so much. Um, I, I just her, think the she, bus, her bus scene isn't as good as the water fountain. No, the water fountains. I mean, she's a delight. <laughs> she has so many good scenes in this movie. I mean, like, no lines. Yeah. I love her so much. Hey, she has. Mm, Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, so good. So got a guy, I have three big ones, and they're gonna yeah. So he goes, okay, I'm getting your input. It's a little hostile. I hate how close to her he is. I hate what's happening, <laughs> and I hate everything about it. And like, I love him in some of the other movies. So obviously, whatever he's supposed to be a creep, but like, woof, just the mm-hmm. whole thing. So. And then what did he say? A girl, a girl with a hat is just, I, my handwriting is so messy. I can't even read my own writing, but he <laughs> loves the hat. He's on record as loving the hat. So yeah. is this where he says, are you inhibited about dancing in public? No, he says, uh, maybe he says that at some point. Yeah. No, she's like, I just don't want to go with you. You fucking creep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or he says aces, aces, aces. Yes. Yes. <laughs> A girl with a hat is just so vogue, is what he says, and he says uh, it. To, uh, uh. He says it to Joan Cusack, and she's like, uh, "I have a neck brace." So, <laughs> so there's that. It's close. Yep. And then we go to Twilight Zone, and we go to sock garters, which Paul loves. Sock garters. There, you're, you, there was a whole other ep- episode, and I can't remember what movie it was that you were t- saying you wanted to bring back sock garters. I just want to bring back weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. I feel let's like do you it. could convince a bunch of kids, like make a sock garter TikTok, and, and well, then and a bunch I told you. They all wear basketball shorts with high socks and flip-flops. So I feel like they totally – you could totally do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is where her grandparents, they're so sweet, but they hate, you know. They're sweet? They're trying to – Leave her alone, you'll make her tinkle? 
Oh, God. Well, and then they touch her boobies and they're going after her. Yes. Yes, leave her alone. They go after her. So um, I definitely got felt up by my grandma. I don't know. Really? Yes. Like, I knew. That cannot be a universal experience. I I know it's a thing that's happened to other people. So I don't know. I had a little Italian grandmother and she absolutely would like when I started to like have boobs, which was way too early for a reason. Um, they, you know, I definitely got the pinchy fingers in the butt. I, oh my goodness. I'm certain that wow. I still would get felt up at any given moment if she were still with us. <laughs> <laughs> no. I definitely, and I know I'm not the only one. So when that happened, I just went, oh my God, I remember that. Like, and everything is embarrassing to you when you're 15. Like that's the law or 16 or whatever. Like that's the law of the world is that everything is embarrassing. But then that would be embarrassing to anybody. So it's just extra, extra mortifying. I can say um, it didn't happen to me, but. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure I've heard that it's happened to people. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying it's universal, but it definitely uh. – I, I felt for her in that moment, especially because she's all, like, embarrassed about her body, and they're just like, oh. Mm-hmm. oh and he says, oh, it's going to make fine glass. Ew, why do we do boobies. this? Mm-hmm. Why do we do this? Why do we do this? Stop talking about other people's bodies. I am – it's such a – like, a um, it's such a hardwired thing in our society for people to, like, talk about young – people's like little boys and little girls and like to like gender them and like talk about bodies and stuff I have like had to try really hard with my family to encourage them to not talk about my children's bodies either either in a positive nor a negative way because mm-hmm. it's so pervasive it's just wild or even adult I mean children too but even adults to adults or it, like right. nobody thinks twice about saying something about weight change losing weight yeah Yeah, stuff like that for sure so then we get to a gong gong. we get to a gong Mm -hmm. so this was a real bummer this did not age well no no the exchange student scenario so did they just get an exchange student to have like a live-in slave is that what we're is that what we're going with these grandparents it kind of sounded that way yeah (laughs) I always thought exchange student meant you exchanged for a student. Like, you went there. Wasn't it so, an exchange? So I feel like that's what you think when you're a kid, that it's like a, like a person-for-person exchange. Like, you go, no. like, it's it's part of a program. Like, yeah. Right, are, but, like, okay, my cousin went to France for a while, and yeah. then he came back, and he had stayed with a family there, and their kid came and stayed here it was an ex- they exchanged each but other or whatever not always with the same family right um, right but yeah the, the, and i feel like i know people that went on exchange programs but they didn't like come back like no one came <laughs> they, they were no, never no, heard from again that's <laughs> and we still don't know where they are <laughs> right no um what i meant was that they didn't like bring anybody like no one came back reciprocally like their family never hosted anybody is what I was trying to say. <laughs> I haven't even had a whole beer. Yep. But anywho, so that's not super cute. Um, no. And then also no one can say the family's name that she's marrying into and they keep saying the rice, rice checks. checks. Yeah. <laughs> um, the mom still doesn't remember. She's really trying hard to get everybody, but she never just says it. She lets them like remember on their own, which I feel like I would be the most melodramatic bitch on earth if I was her. Like, I'm pretty sure. Is this where in the kitchen the little brother is pretending to smoke the pretzel? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I remember smoking many a pretzel in my Absolutely day. you did. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100%. Um, so then then after that, we're going to – oh, they keep calling him an oily bohunk, which I looked up and is a slur. So there's yeah, that. it is. Wait, what? I don't know the, this. The thing they keep calling him, it's not – it's Bo not, hunk? Yeah. yeah. I just, I wonder. Oh, I just if, assumed it was like a hunk thing. Like yeah, hunk, like, so did I. I thought it was like a made up thing, but it's like a. One way is, and then the other one is like a Russian slur. Like yeah. A, yeah. So it's not super cute either. Hmm. And they all just keep saying it. But I have never had anyone be in love with me. Not for six months in a row. <laughs> <laughs> This sister, she's problematic. Um, I yeah. think she's a Stepford wife. Like, yes, for sure. <laughs> she seems like she's on drugs. Like, I don't know she what She definitely her is later. Before she even takes <laughs> the drugs. Before she's on drugs, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, they don't seem she, related. The fa- like, no. She doesn't, 
the rest of the family seems like they could be a family, but then she's like weirdly there and it's an older sister. She doesn't seem like she's related to them. Yeah, I agree. She doesn't seem like she belongs with them. The rest of them are like fun and they like kind of ribbit each other and they like talk and she's very much like separated from them. I think she's marrying this guy because she's like fancy and she thinks she's going to like get out of this family and go like be a grown up or something. Well, and like she asks her sister what's going on with her and then she starts to tell her and she's like, Sam, I don't have time for this. Yeah, yeah. she's like, such yeah, an yeah. asshole. I was like, you asked her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You asked her. She's such, yeah, she's such a dick. And are you something bothering you? You're acting like a real asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is how I'm going to talk to people from now on. <laughs> She says, you make make someone a bridesmaid and they shit all over you. So, and then this is where I'm wondering. Oh, and now we go to the dance then after that. And then there's John Cusack and just Wee. being so cute. I love John Cusack. I don't know. The other kid got more lines. John yeah. Cusack should have gotten more lines. But I don't, does it, it's, it's, so John Cusack, clearly I know, I know that which is saying something. It is. Uh, is the other kid in anything else? He's not obviously a kid anymore, but was the other guy, the, the mm-hmm. other his He wasn't friend. familiar to me no. as anything, so I didn't look him up beyond that. Um, and then we get, you know, Jake Ryan and Tits McGee are here. <laughs> we also get Joan Cusack and her dance. Oh, we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my favorite. <laughs> I, I used to go to the da- the clubs and I would do that little shimmy that she does Perfect. With, with my friend. <laughs> Outstanding. Nice. The geek tries to dance and she's just crying. And then he farts. So that that's all a lot. It's a whole lot. I will <laughs> bet you so, I will bet you a dozen floppy disks. A dozen dozen floppy disks. Yeah. They're kind of expensive, you know, Beth. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> do you get the sense through all these so this is definitely a and, and I read somewhere that this was kind of the kickoff of like the teen movie, although I don't think that's necessarily true. This sort of I don't know. There, well, it's the it, kickoff it of, like, of John Hughes, like maybe a, a brand well, of, right? They're always having dances. I feel like we did not have that many dances when I was in high school, as as all the teen movies seem to have. I don't know. Do they still have dances like that at high school? They do. There's like, a couple a year, yeah. A couple a year? So there's a couple a year that are like... There's like the homecoming. I think there's like a wintertime one. There's like a winter homecoming dance. And then there's prom. And both of those are like semi-formal. When I was in school 20 fucking years ago or whatever, there was like homecoming was formal. There was a winter formal. There was prom. But then there was maybe two other ones that were like not formal. There was like a Halloween one and maybe like a Valentine's-y one. But they weren't like dress-up ones. But there's oh. also other opportunities for dances. If you're like, there's like church groups that have dances and there's like other groups that might hold dances at places. I definitely went to a weird church group dance one time. And I will <laughs> tell you there was more kids smooching in secret there than there was in the high school dance. So you do with that information what you will. <laughs> Not me, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But but a dance is like a real pivotal moment in your high school life for some types of humans. So I can see that it's often made a plot point, you know? Yeah, I guess so. Underpants. They keep saying underpants. Yeah. Hmm. Like a real lot. And I don't love that. And then they're like, but wait, girls underpants. Like what? Was he <laughs> His face was like, crap, I was just going like, to pull off my own. Right. Like, what is that? Pr- not stupid. I never understood this either. This whole idea of panty raids and stealing women's under. I just, that, well, I don't get it. No I appeal there. I think, I don't disagree, but I think the curiosity is like, there wasn't a lot of places that you might like see that kind of stuff. There wasn't the internet. So like. Well, don't you know when you sleep with a girl, you got to take her underwear? I mean. Yeah, you just take it and then you let other people give it a little sniff. Yeah, like a sniff. Did you say a sniff? Yes, that's what they're talking about. Okay. My little brother sniffed your underwear for a dollar. That's like what they're talking about. This is whatever. I know. (laughs) And now they know that she's just walking around the dance without her underwear. Ooh, titillating! Right, right. (laughs) Gentilating. No. Amazing. So then, wait, there's the scene with Ted the Farmer and Jake Ryan, 
And, you know, <laughs> smallish tits, great face. Is she yours? Blah. I hate it. Mm. I hate that. Well, plus he knows, everybody knows that he's with Caroline, right? Right, like, mm-hmm. right. That's like a known thing. Right, like they're like the king and queen of school. They're the, you know, they're 40. They've mm-hmm. been there for a long time. They're, they're 40. <laughs> they're in charge of the school. They might yeah. teach there. Um, and she's like why super this- popular. Everybody loves her because her brother's deaf. <laughs> oh, so random. Why, why does Jake have back pockets on his front of his pants? Did you notice I, his pants? They're I really didn't. weird looking. His pants are strange. I couldn't stop looking at his, at his pants. I don't know. And notice is... the back of his pants. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Poor Joe can't drink at the water fountain. Um, Thank this... goodness she has that doily on her shirt. <laughs> 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 oh my god! She was... I was like, underwear underneath. What the fuck? I have looked for a sweater like that so I could go as her for Halloween, and I have yet to be able to find one. Oh my god, I feel like I could make you one on the cricket. Like right? I feel like we could make this happen. Um, I, I would totally do that. Oh my god, that's an amazing idea. Oh, the, that would be so good. No one, like, not that many people would recognize you, but the payoff would be great. Like for yeah, the, the ones who, who did. did. Yeah, those are your people. You need a team, though. Yeah, you do. You need other people. You need yeah. somebody to wear a hat on the back of their head. You know, I think I'm just jealous because hats don't stay on my head like that. I think I can't, I've never looked cool in a hat in my fucking no, life. No, me either. Not. I once. don't have the volume of hair. Like it. Just I got none of it. Off. I have a peanut head. None of it's good. Me too. <laughs> none of it's good. Um, can I be honest with you? Not if you're going to insult me. <laughs> Which. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, what we're in the uh, oh we're in the she's like crying and hiding in the shop and he comes to get her and he knocks. Every single thing. (laughs) Every single thing over. And like, so why does she let him in? She can't decide if she's repulsed by him or not, I feel like. Well, he is the king of the dipshit, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. He totally is. Yeah. I don't know. You want to know my secret? Fucking don't gross me out. And then this is like in every movie he like admits in a very dramatic way that he's a virgin. Like I feel like that was like really funny for John Hughes to keep making him do that. <laughs> and I'm saving myself for Jake Ryan. And like what makes her tell him all that? Like this whole thing is very They like, really have a heart to heart. They really yeah. do have a heart to heart. And then he immediately takes the opportunity to climb on top of her. <laughs> like, yes, and how disappointing! <laughs> yeah. Then she thinks that his role of mints is his penis. Yeah. Yes. And they're very small roll of mints, and yes. that's hilarious. No idea what a wiener looks like at all. <laughs> and she just knows that she just got humped. Yeah, I felt like, it on my leg. Mm-hmm. On my leg. I'm a gambling mind by nature. Um, I love that. Yeah. yeah I want to know where he gets his confidence from. Because right. he's sad to know right. babes. No. <laughs> that's right. Fucking, this has got Urkel vibes to me. Like, Urkel, he had, like, he was, like, always trying to, like, be smooth and, like, put the moves, and he never took no for an answer. He didn't give a shit. Um... So I don't know. I love his confidence. I, I yeah, <laughs> I really like his character. I like his confidence. I just wish he wasn't so rapey. I owe oh, I owe all my great weekends to you, Jake. She's an asshole. So they go and they totally trash his house. Does anybody have you guys ever been to a party like this? No, no. I went to like one party, which was like out of my league, uh, where the house got pretty trashed. Um, but it was nothing that like. A couple of trash bags in the morning couldn't fix. Like, you know, the whole house wasn't fucking ruined. Nobody set like a fucking, was a bathtub through the floor into the fucking wine cellar or whatever the fuck happened Mm -hmm. there. But Or uh, they like wrote on the walls. Like who's going around writing on walls? Right, right. Pizza on the turntable. Okay. Mm -hmm. 800 empty cans and a broken bottle, probably. Possibly even like a broken vase of plants I could see. Ruining your mother's uh, necklace, pearl necklace. Oh, the pearls, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Um, So these these entitled, you know, rich kids are real assholes. (laughs) Oh, man. And her fucking hair in the door, her like drunk ass hair getting stuck in the door. All those, those are people. giant scissors. Oh my god, those are murder scissors. <laughs> yes, they are. What are you cutting with those? What the fuck? One of my favorite parts, though, is when the friend, when they're on the stairs before she ruins the necklace, she goes, I'm sorry, I don't do that. And her friend goes, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. 
Oh, oh man, it's just ridiculous. Her outfit's wild. It's like that pink shredded shapesy number. Yeah. Um, she actually was supposed to wear something else, and that outfit was picked out for the friend. And she asked the costume designer if she could wear it because she thought it was so cool. And I was like, I disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. So then it just, uh, that party is gross. And she can't, she, oh, she, we also talked, we didn't talk about, she has like a near miss where she tries to talk to him and then doesn't. Yeah. And chicken whatever. Yeah, she has a couple of those. Which like obviously is working in her favor because he's so curious about her. (laughs) What's the deal with Lung Duck Dong and this like girl? What's going on there? I don't know, but she reminds me of uh Rhonda from Saved by the Bell. Has anybody seen that? Oh, sure. Yes. I like just so aggressive and just like fling Zach around on the dance floor. Aggressive and she's like really into it, which like get enjoy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched that. We totally watched Saved by the Bell. You loved it. Well, no, no, no. I watched Saved by the Bell. You didn't watch watch, Saved by the Bell. You watched Zach Zach Morris as trash. Yeah. And then how did Jake Ryan get her phone number? Yellow pages. White pages? Oh, yeah, probably. probably. Man, remember the fucking phone book? So, and okay, but here's the thing. It's like the middle of the night and he calls one time, but then he just keeps <laughs> calling. Like as though maybe if he keeps calling, someone will be like answer and that's going to go good. After the fourth time, you're going to like. Well, there was definitely more of an art to calling people though. Well, there you, was. You just didn't have, you, like you couldn't just text somebody's phone. You had to actually call and maybe talk to a parent for like five minutes while they <laughs> hollered for the kid or whatever. You did. I remember describing that to students who like only text and they immediately have everybody's phone number. I was like, you had the house phone number. You had to talk to somebody's yeah. mom. You had to decide whether or not to leave a message. You had mm-hmm. to like say who you were sometimes. <laughs> it was like a whole thing. That was a lot. Of, you had to really like psych yourself up for that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I know that it's possible to like really break and fuck up a tape and a tape recorder, but it's just belching tape out of it. That's impressive. We're going to need so many pencils to get that back. So many. Oh, my gosh. Um, And he's, like, somehow stuck under the table. What? What is happening there? Yeah. He's put in the table. Yeah. He's He's stuck in the table. In the table. So then we cut to the We Forgot Your Birthday and the dad is, you know, the dad the daddy daughter conversation what do we uh what do we think about that it was nice yeah, it but was nice. why he thought she would care about what who his sister her sister was marrying is beyond me but hey. right right <laughs> me thinks for projecting dad <laughs> but he calls her samantha because that's what she wants to be called and i thought that was nice and he's totally right he gives very sweet advice here if he doesn't see how great you are he's not worth it not one 16-year-old in the history of forever has been able to hear that advice and, like, take it to heart. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, they're, like, biologically incapable of right. being like, yes, you are correct. I will move on from this irrational crush I have on someone who I have never spoken to and I've clearly just idolized into something that is not a real person. <laughs> but it's very sweet nonetheless. Um, and it never stops you as an adult, even though you know that shit's not going to work and never stops you mm-hmm. from saying it. Like, I've said that shit to my nieces and they're like, okay, Auntie, whatever you say. So then we go back to we go back to the geek and Jake Ryan and he says, I can get a piece of ass anytime. I could go upstairs and violate Carolyn right now. <laughs> ten Ew, different ways. In ten, ten different ways. ways. Ten different ways. She's I mean, in be the more bath- creative. in the bedroom passed out cold. Yes. Ew, I hate it. Yeah, and this whole conversation is This bad. whole conversation is horrible. And the worst part about it is that these are our two sympathetic male leads. These are not the bad guys. This is I not think, what? Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I think the worst part is is that they trade they do. Caroline yes. underwear. Underwear. Yes, yes. I'll take the panties, you can take Caroline home. Yeah. Have fun. Yep. Ew, I hate it so much. I'm only a freshman. She's so blitzed, she won't know the difference. Ew. I do think the whole car part is pretty <laughs> funny, though. Where he's like, I'm him and he's me. That, and also, uh, Jake, I don't have a license. Jake, I can't drive a car. Right. <laughs> can't do <laughs> like, this. He's like, well, try, try not to crash. 
Um, and then he's like, she's being obnoxious while he's driving and he's like so nervous and he's trying so hard to do a good job. I did put a uh, birth control. How progressive. <laughs> How progressive. I was like, oh, 1984, you go, 1984. There you go. Jesus Christ. That whole thing mm-hmm. was just so terrible. I hated that for everybody. Yeah, but she's, she's on the pill at least. Thank God. We do have a fourth wall break in this movie. <laughs> when, Where? Uh, Oh, they're I, in the car and yes, she okay. she like falls in his lap and he turns to address yes, the yes, camera yes. yeah this is getting good yeah this is getting good perfect mm-hmm. oh and he tries to take pictures but thankfully it doesn't doesn't work yeah. out and then we get like the sad face montage of like jake wistfully thinking and her wistfully thinking and lots <laughs> of wistful thinking and then dog on the one okay mm-hmm. so this I laugh every time I hear this part, and it's not appropriate nowadays. Yeah. But every time the grandpa calls 911 to tell them that they're missing Long Duck Dong, and he describes his outfit, and he says, no, he's not retarded. I laugh every single time. I don't yeah. know why. Oh, I wrote that. I'm like, oh, that's the second R word use. But yeah. the whole, but the grandparents are funny, and I like the their interplay as... And that moment, and there was a couple other times when they're like kind of te- like teasing each other, the grandfathers and stuff. Like they had, they were funny. I would have watched more of them. Yeah, I love when he's like, uh, long duck dong, and he's like claps. And he's like, where's my automobile? Yes. Automobile. Automobile. Big lake. Big lake. So they're so matchy. I feel like that's like not necessarily the way we do it anymore and also i feel i think this is very 80s they all like got ready together in that house with maybe just one bathroom whereas now there's like there's like you gotta go get makeup done for 12 hours and get you know fucking shit spray painted on you and get your hair all done up and they just like did that shit with their like cover girl lip balm and a curler (laughs) and i love that i don't know man i just that seemed easier Yep, this is where we get last night. My brother paid a buck to see her underwear in the scream. And then, yeah, that's my my next note is the most unbelievable thing about this is that all these people got ready for that wedding in that house together. <laughs> right? How did and, and then they all leave in those two cars. I'm like, there's all of way too many of you. All I got to tell you, the cars, when I was a kid, my parents had a blue station wagon with like the wood on the side, just the like wedding. they're driving away. Yeah. And it was my favorite car ever that they had. There was a little flip-up seat in the back, so you could sit yes. in the trunk and face the wrong way. Oh my god! As you're driving, right? You can sit the wrong way, and there's seatbelts back there and everything. I always wanted to sit there. Yeah, I me too. Literally, I literally, literally cried when they got rid of it. I mean, I was probably like five, oh, but I cried go. when they traded it that for like an Astro van, you know, minivan thing, and I was like devastated they got rid of this oh no beautiful blue station wagon oh so beautiful <laughs> yeah with the wood on the side and like yeah. man they were so excited and then you cried and they were just like god damn it paul <laughs> <laughs> i mean it probably was like not running right and they came oh, right. got rid of they it. were like, so <laughs> excited to get something new and uh-huh. they were all stoked and they came home and they were just like god damn it yep that's parenting yep. in a nutshell <laughs> and then we get the poltergeist lady and at the at the wedding, the poltergeist lady is there for just a second. She's one of the church that ladies. Creepy little lady that plays yeah. the piano. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This house yeah. is clean. Yeah. Um, her monthly bill came early, everybody. <laughs> Four muscle relaxers. Four That's muscle relaxers. Ridiculous. <laughs> what doctor is giving out muscle relaxers that you could take four like that? Right. I right, would love that. Shit. I mean, could let's, you yeah. Could I give me a prescription, we, please? Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Holy shit. I, I have to admit, I do. I kind of love the high bride. Like, I kind of, like, when she's going down the aisle and she, like, sits down halfway, like, I need to <laughs> rest here for yeah. a minute. Like, yeah. <laughs> Move over. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. But we cut to Carolyn and Ted in the car, and he has headgear on. Where did it come from? Right. Where did it come from? Was he just, he just carried around just in case he passes out in a car overnight? Like, mm-hmm. it's a funny gag, but practicality-wise, why would he have that with him? Yeah. And she has her ponytail in her hand, which, sure, they just sent her home with her lopped-off hair. Uh-huh. They're going to glue it back together. Sure. That's how you do it. <laughs> Carolyn, baby. 
Yeah, did we? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Did I enjoy it? I had a weird feeling I did. That doesn't make it okay, though. No. <laughs> like, the fact that she's yeah. not mad does not make it okay. And I feel right. like my concern is that because they're kind of maybe, like, not mad about it, she's not, like, upset. Like, But also, she's, like, 18 and he's, right? like, 14. No, it's not cool. <laughs> so... It's right. not cool on many levels. Yeah, and then Jake Ryan drives by and he has like, we have like a weird reaction. What is his face saying here? That he's too big for his vehicle because his <laughs> knees are. <laughs> like Robocop, he's got no pants on because he can't yeah. fit. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. dude, he is too tall for this car. Oh my God, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. Yeah, Jake Ryan is then on the hunt to go find her. I love in these movies when um, somebody decides that they have to like profess their love, that they have to do it as though like if they don't do it in the next 20 minutes, the person's going to like, you know, leave for another planet. Like, like he's got to run around town and find her this minute. And I can like appreciate that from like a romance point of view, but it's just a funny like plot thing that they're like rushing and they, there's always like these misunderstandings. Like it's just very funny to me. Um, So he thinks she gets married and then he goes and that we cut, we're cutting back and forth here. So we go back to the high bride and she's like batting at things like a cat. She's she's got her like, (laughs) well, in, I gotta say, for any woman, the way she removes all these different parts of her outfit is how every woman feels when they're wearing all of that shit. Terrible. <laughs> you it's just terrible. want to remove it, and you're like, I can't because I gotta look great. But and also, she, like, if you had some process involved, like, yeah, yeah, I agree. She's very uncomfortable, and if I were that fucked up, I would definitely want that shit off. Um, yeah. Yikes stripes. She f- flings the shoe. I let her shoe like fly off. She falls down the thing. So there's no reception. They're going right to the honeymoon. Like they're just right. leaving. Yeah. That um, was, yeah. I mean, middle I of mean, the day. I mean, they're not going to have fun. She's having her period. <laughs> right. And also she's high as fuck. So maybe by the time she wakes up, her period will be over because she's going to be out for a little bit. Um, holy shit. So and then Sam's bum, Samantha's bum that she missed them leaving. Um, and it's sad because she's like, I got to go. My, she wouldn't want me to like, she wouldn't want to miss me watching her. And then they like, but she's no, they, she's not giving a shit about her. Which I'm like, oh, little baby girl. Well, the movie started with her family forgetting about her existence. Right, right, right. And right, it ends right, with right. them forgetting <laughs> Just, about her existence. Yeah, they don't give so. a shit. They, oh, they fully would have gone. <laughs> the dad and turns never- around. He's the like, dad does turn around. And he's, yeah, he he's, watches yeah. her. But like, yeah. I bet you we talked John Hughes into including that. Yeah, right. We, <laughs> yeah, so they that so you know, and then we and then we get to the birthday cake, which is the whole mm-hmm. movie, according to. Do we think that Ted told Jake that it was her birthday and everybody forgot, and that's why he gets her the cake? Um, maybe he's I mean, just that great of a guy. Maybe she told <laughs> just him. Knew. Just but, knew. Well, I do as much as I don't like the weird rapiness of Ted. He is a sweetie, and I think he 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 would like to make out with her. But I also think he's like content playing matchmaker in that moment. So maybe he did tell it. Oh. Like you know, this mm-hmm. would be the thing to do. Is she's really butthurt that everybody forgot her birthday? Like you should celebrate. Or maybe she told him. But if she did that, then he'd have to go out and get it after. So that seems like yeah, maybe he did. That's kind of cute. And then there's a little smoocheroonie over the cake, which, hi, I have always thought they were going to start themselves on fire. Yes. Me too. Yes. And, like, (laughs) it's a cute shot. Like, it's romantic. Like, I get it. But also, she should have just blown it out. She should have blown out the candles and then went in for the kiss. But then it wouldn't have the glow. I actually have that moment on, like, someone gave me this thing. It kind of looks like a negative to the movie. And it has that scene on it. I told you I like this movie. Mm. So (laughs) (laughs) it was artwork for the wall. And uh, yeah, it's cute. cute. No, I think it's super cute. And it's a super iconic, like it's framed really cute. Like it's it's a good shot. But I I just always remember thinking like, and I think everyone thinks that like you're going to start in a love fire. So I just feel like they should have just had her like blow it out first. Yeah, but then it's the end and they got, she she got the boy. Or at least she got a a freeze frame ending. Frame everybody mm-hmm. like that, but like, what's the song at the end? It's nothing is is you know. Don't you forget about me? So I don't know what it is. If you were here, <laughs> if you were here, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 
Thompson Twins. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I actually really like the soundtrack. I, okay, I was going to bring that up. This yeah. is one of my positives for this movie. Yeah. Is I think it has a good soundtrack. Yeah. No, I did too. And I thought it had like a sense of humor and I thought the songs were good. And, you know, they played like the little movie themes or the little like sounds. I, I, I liked it. The mm-hmm. soundtrack quite a bit too. There's this real random song that they play at the uh, dance and I had to find it and uh, download it because I was like, I love this song. What is it? <laughs> it's the ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I don't yes, know yes. The name, no, I know but... what you're talking about though. Yeah, no, there was a couple good songs in the dance scene. I thought I wrote some of them down too. Obviously, there are some parts that did not age that well, but no, it's a cute enough story. Um, so what are what are, what so you've got you've got it tattooed on your soul is that no? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I really like this movie. Um, is it my favorite John Hughes? No. What's your is favorite it John a, Hughes? A movie that oh oh god, it has to be Breakfast Club, right? Yeah. Like yeah. or Home Alone. Either <laughs> one. Okay. And, yeah. And I I did you guys do Home Alone? We did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I listened to that episode and I was like. Mm, yeah, yeah. It was mostly about how I have a crush on Catherine O'Hara, but who um, <laughs> doesn't? We've done so many of her movies, like <sighs> it's crazy. She's incredible. So, Paul, what did you think? Like, are you asking me if this goes in my canon? I guess, yeah, I think it's that yeah, time. I don't think so. I think for me, uh, I can appreciate this movie. That like the bits that I do appreciate, and then there's pieces that I'm like, I. I don't like this at all. It, it's of the time. I think that being of the time, we can appreciate it. I don't right. think I need to pass this on to my son. Uh, I don't. Number one, I mean, maybe when he gets old enough, he would appreciate like, oh, look at these quaint 80s sorts of things that they thought in the 80s. But like, I don't think it would resonate in the same way. Of like, oh, yeah, I remember those that situation or whatever. Right. Um the phone calling and that stuff. He's not going to know about that. I, I just, there's too much really not great, like stuff that didn't age well. Mm-hmm. Long Duck Dong, I think is like, oh man. It, I read somewhere that he's got like it, his name. And this is, if I mess this up, it's entirely on me because I don't know better. But his name is like Vietnamese or Thai mm-hmm. or something. They conflate every, there's like, um, Chinese culture thing references for him. Then there's Japanese culture references for him. Yeah, like they conflate basically every Asian stereotype into this one character of Long Duck Dong. And like, I just, I don't, man, it's tough for me to get past that. And the conversation between the geek and and Jake Ryan, yeah, when they're talking about trading, like that's, I don't like that. I really don't like that. There's enough. There's good stuff in here that I can appreciate being an adult who grew up and knows this time. I don't think I'm going to pass this one on, though. Yeah, I'm on the same page. I, I enjoyed watching it for myself, like, and I like, but it's not my favorite of the John Hughes ones. And so I think probably some of those other ones go in my canon because maybe there isn't. I don't want to have to, like, explain these parts away when I think there might be other movies that I could that would maybe, like, fill that same void. You know, like my girls are I, turning out to be very girly. And so I think they will like the like, I like a boy and he ends up liking me and chasing me down. Like, I think they'll end up liking that kind of story. Um, but I'm sure that we could find something similar. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think there's going to be like this genre of movie. Right. Is going to continue. Right. In perpetuity. I, I would think so. Like there's going to be this sort of teen love story coming of age whatever type movie and it will just they'll just keep remaking this for every generation so right. i don't but i will say for a movie that was mi- written in like a weekend yeah it's pretty good <laughs> no, and yeah. you know he committed to the bit now is it racist yes but <laughs> the gong every time long long duck dong yeah man i mean they committed and they committed it, it was a bit I enjoyed the bit. It's wrong, but it was funny right. for the time. Uh, not well, so. And there just was so hindsight. many things like that that, unfortunately, now they just don't. They don't hit the same. You know. No. So, yeah. but neither does the technology. So you yeah. know, right. like kids would never understand most of that stuff. They were like, 
why didn't he just text her? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> why didn't he just text her? There's so many movie plots that can be solved with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, like half of the sitcoms of the 90s would exactly. be solved by a cell phone. So Exactly. Yeah. But you know that's that's the the fun of it. That's the allure of yeah. like the eighties, nineties when right. you didn't have easy access to people. Absolutely. And now I feel like I if you want to write it, yeah, if you want to write something like that, now you have to like do something to take away their ability to, you know, some weird plot device to take away that ability to do that instant communication because there's a lot less of that kind of conflict. But it's in your canon. Maybe like sitting right outside the canon. Like it's, it's just... canon adjacent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and I was sort of thinking the same thing. If my kids get to a point where they somehow really love like Breakfast Club and Pretty in Pink, then I would perhaps widen the canon and add it with the caveat that this is the thing we used to think, okay, let's have a conversation about why well, it's not okay. And yeah, blah, blah, that's blah. what I was going to say too. You can yeah. get to a point with, hopefully you get to a point with your kid who, Right. You could say we're gonna like we're gonna watch this and then right. like, we we're gonna appreciate about this or we're gonna appreciate the things yeah. about it that are entertaining right. and the, the story parts of the story that we like I, and I, I appreciate the canon guy. adjacent. Yeah, yeah, canon adjacent. I agree. <laughs> well, this was great. Thank you, Sarah, so much for um for joining us. Will you tell um everybody where they can find you? Yes, you can find us at Two Chicks Talking Flicks on everything. So on everything. Yeah. It's um, easy peasy. And you guys are fun because you do all different like time periods. You do newer stuff and older stuff and yes. um, all different kinds of stuff. So that's really cool too. You guys have done some of the newer um, stuff coming out, which I think is fun. So um, thank you so much for being here. We had a great time and I hope you did too. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Anytime. Um, and thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks to Joe Costanza for writing our theme song. If you want more nerdy goodness, we're online at all the things. We're Nerd Canon. And find us on Patreon. We are patreon.com slash nerdcanon. What's next, Paul? Uh, Indiana Jones, maybe. Oh, that's right. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're going to do that. So we'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Until next time. Keep the nerd alive. <laughs>